When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. But then don't say for la cultura, though. Don't say you're for the culture. Don't say, don't use that shit as dollars. Everyone and welcome to episode 16. I am your host, Alanized, and this is Noche de Pendejadas. Para todos ustedes allá en casita que se están preguntando qué chingados esto es, escuchen pendejas porque no me vuelvo a repetir. Noche de Pendejadas is a weekly episodic show where I go ahead and bring your favorite influencer to chismear, have some cocktails, and see what the fuck they've been up to. So si tú quieres ver a tu influencer favorito, hazme un pinche favor pendeja and stop whatever the fuck you're doing and drop their usernames down below. La semana pasada you guys les traje una pareja super super chingona a pero anoche y hoy tenemos a una invitada igual de chingona. Please help me welcome my guest Rapper Snow the Product. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yo sé que últimamente has estado super super ocupada. You've been killing the motherfucking game pero aquí está you guys. Aquí estamos sí. Gracias a Dios. Ya, ya llegamos bien. We're safe. We're on a fucking phone call this morning and I just hear like hold up hold up we're getting pulled over <laughs> and that's the very Chicana in me to be like oh no we're getting pulled like as if we don't have everything legit yeah. you know what I mean you're but like, you're fuck, like fuck, fuck. I'm going to jail I'm fucking going to jail <laughs> and you're like I have tattoos and shit I'm going to jail <laughs> but no we're fine we're here it's funny too because you're actually not the first person that has gotten a ticket coming to film the show usually a lot of people get tickets being at my house because we film Tuesdays mm. y los Tuesdays pasa la barredora yeah. se me pasa el pinche pensamiento and I I always like, well, my car's in. Like, who cares about theirs? <laughs> You're like, and figure they end up it out. Getting a ticket, but I always be like, oh, it's a forty dollars ticket. Don't worry, I'll pay. Uh, nah, but, nah. You know, with the rancho and shit, like everybody just park. I'm like, dude, park in the dirt. I don't care where you park, but There's go in here. Yeah, yeah, sleep here wherever you want, and just uh, you, you know, like, figure sleep it out. With the fucking cows, I don't fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't want a DUI, or I don't want you to get a DUI, and then I feel guilty. So I'm like, knock out in the in the goat pen for sure. So para ustedes allá en casita que no conocen a Snow the product, I'm gonna go. Ahead and turn it over to her para que ella les diga quién es y qué hace. 
Que me identifique. Okay. Uh, I'm a rapper. Um, I've been doing this for a really long time. I, you know, I podcast with my girlfriend and with my mom and my kid and everybody. Um, I like to make content. I like to rap. I'm independent. I have my own label and I, I have a ranch where I live with my cousin, my brother, um, and we kind of run everything in-house and we're just trying to do it like bien como a la mexicana, o sea, chingándole y, and we don't quit and that's it. There you go. She was like, I'm going to give you my whole fucking life okay, story. Okay, you want a bio? She's like, you said you want to know about me? Let me go ahead and run that shit down. I've been doing press runs lately, so I'm like, fucking, I got it. I got it. <laughs> You're like, I know I who I am. You're like, I got to present myself. It's, it's funny because that's usually like the toughest part about when you like film something with someone. You're like, preséntate. And sometimes you're like, bitch, I don't even know who the fuck I am. No, you know? if you if you go Snow the Product, preséntate, I know. If you go Claudia, preséntate, I'm like, you're like, I don't know who the fuck she is. I'm like, I'm lost. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get started para lo que ustedes vinieron al pinche chisme because I already know y'all are not watching this just to see Snow's pretty face. Y'all came for the chisme, for the tea. Y aquí la tenemos, you guys, para sacárselos todos. So we're going to go ahead and get started with chisme and cocktails. <laughs> so we're going to bring in some little cocktails, you guys. Snow is getting a little modelito. I'm getting a little vaso con agua because I don't got to spill tea. We gotta get her drunk. Ah. Right? So we're gonna cheers. Mmm. I love water. I feel like I love you, are you like a no, she's like, I love alcohol. Ah. So we're gonna go ahead, you guys, and get started with the motherfucking questions. From 2012 to 2018, yeah. you were signed to Atlantic Records. Mm -hmm. Now you have your own label yeah. and you've been, you know, doing all this shit independently. Yeah. How is it like managing a whole ass music career being an independent rapper? It's crazy when you mention that Atlantic Records thing because it's like, dang, like that goes to show you like, I'm a cancer. Like I'll stick around longer than I need to because I want to make sure that like I'm not messing up and leaving. So I stayed there for way longer than long I should have because honestly I was shelved. Like, you know, no artist wants to admit that they were shelved, but I was shelved. So that means like you're not allowed to put out music because they're telling you, oh, wait for this, wait for that. But you, they never let you put out music you know so it's like you're waiting for fucking ever exactly so it's like years go by and like you're maybe uploading a couple things on youtube you're like trying to figure out how you can like still gain a fan base i'm not allowed to drop music so it was kind of like it was difficult they just didn't understand i'm not gonna say that they didn't want to push me they just didn't understand what it is to be mexican-american queer you know all these things that i am like it kind of like they were like you know maybe they thought like every single latino is the same thing yeah. i think sometimes it's like you have to explain like yo well i'm not necessarily chicano rap so like i'm not like little rob but i'm also not like you know puerto rican so it's like i'm trying to explain these things i think it was just like this whole identity thing and i didn't want to leave because i did feel like i want to put my culture on like on a major label status so i was yeah. like yo like i would love one day to like really be you know be that flag like to 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 be out there but um but i realized at some point sometimes you gotta leave you know sometimes you gotta just start from scratch start from zero i literally got like everybody that was like in that team i just got rid of from management to labels to everything and i was like look i'd rather go from zero and and do what i've been doing which was my primo yeah. and my, my brother been helping me since i started and just fucking start from scratch you know and and it's been my career has done way better without everybody like that and uh i've uh i've made more money I've, I've actually made money that's something that was new to me so i think being independent was definitely the route and um now i don't have anyone telling me not to drop music so now 
know, thank God after all these years, I finally get to drop music and do whatever I want and be happy, you know, so I feel good. It's crazy that you fucking mentioned about, you know, they didn't really understand who Snow was. We're talking about 10 years, almost 10 years ago, you mm -hmm. guys. We're talking about when she signed in 2012, we're in 2022. I feel like who Snow is was so ahead of your time. Porque ahora you see everybody trying to be a Snow, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like you were that one, like, person, that one rapper that was, like, doing something different que no se miraba en eso entonces. Y yo pienso que por eso, those major labels are just people were being like, oh, no, es mucho, es mucho, es yeah. mucho. Pero ahora it's like, queremos mucho, queremos yeah. mucho, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, now you see more artists, like, you know, the Mexican flag and all this stuff. And it's like, it's cool. Like, I love that. Like, to me, that was all I wanted. I wanted, I grew up with like kids in high school like being like oh i'm not mexican or like if they were mexican they were like oh i'm not like those mexicans and yeah. it's like bro like shut the fuck up like if you're mexican or mexican-american whatever like we're all the same shit you know like says paisa says fucking no sabo kids says latinx says lo que sea like we're the same fucking shit represent hell yeah thank god we're good when you were with the label did you ever feel like fuck pa quedar bien con ellos did you ever think about like fuck i gotta change who snow is i gotta change myself to fit in to be able to like make it big or did that leaving the label give you motivation to be like you know what i'm gonna not just prove the label wrong but prove everybody wrong that i'm able to do what i do being myself i feel like i feel like in my music i come across tougher than i actually am because that's like my alter ego you know so mm -hmm. it's like to me i do feel like they would expect me to be able to push that and i think sometimes i did i was a little bit of a pushover like i would be like okay bet you want me to try that i'll try it and then i would try it and then they'd be like oh well maybe you and and it was just like this like tug of war that was like when i finally was like you know what actually finally i'm gonna say no i don't like that like let's do this let's do that that was when it was like a little bit more of a struggle and i was like you know what let me go like and they they gave me i had a i had a cool anr over there that his name's Riggs, and he was like look he's like give me a chance he's like give me a few months if i don't make this work for you then you, i'll give you your walking papers you can leave no drama no stress no lawsuits i was like bet so we did it i was like hey man at, at, at the end of a few months i was like hey man like it didn't work out like is it okay like can i go he gave me my walking papers i walked out everything was cool so That's to me good. i was like thank you very much I, Which I is my crazy time. because you don't hear that too much, especially from big labels. Like, siempre escuchas que te dan muchos pedos, siempre muchos problemas. So that was good, at least, that you had a very, very smooth, like, exiting. I think it was me waiting all that extra time was more like me being like, okay, like, I'm gonna let you prove it to yourself that this isn't working because I, I don't ever like to be, like, the bad guy in this situation. Yeah. I don't want to be this rebellious, like, you know, ungrateful person. So I was like, yo, thank you for trying. It didn't work out. Let, let me just fucking go and like let me do my thing. So that's where I'm at, and uh, I'm a lot happier as a person, as a, as a human being. I I think I'm a creative, and I as long as I get to create and like put it out for the fans, that's it. That's all I want to do like yeah. for the rest of my life, you know. You started off 2022 with the fucking kick-ass year. You know, tuviste tu canción con Kenya Oz joder, y apenas <laughs> hace unos días acabas de sacar tu canción con Jeremy X mm -hmm. WhatsApp. Yeah. Pero no nomás este año, you guys le ha ido bien chingón. Años pasado, you were Grammy-nominated artist. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like you wouldn't be where you're at today if you wouldn't have been like, you know what, I got a dip? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think I was. there was a lot of times in my life where I just wanted to quit. Like, I, I didn't want to do this anymore because it just felt like it was so much 
stress and you know in my personal life obviously like i was already going through a lot personally and then you got you throw in all this music stuff then you throw in like maybe you try to help people out in this in, you know in, in industry. this industry and then maybe they think it's easier than it is because you're carrying the weight so they're you know looking at you like and you're just like bro I, i'm so tired of everybody like can i just like go work at walmart and maybe it'll be like less drama so um there was definitely times but um i do think that once i dipped once i kind of like got my priorities straight and i started dropping music and i started just leaving like yep. dead ass like you know sometimes you just feel like leaving and i just left and i went to like you know mexico i went to puerto rico i went to colombia i went to all these different countries and i i was like yo they're countries like this is a country and they got top artists there too and i'm a fucking top artist representing mexican-american why don't we collaborate within our own fucking yep. latinos and fucking do this shit like everybody when you think latin Latinx, right? You're fucking like, okay, fucking uh, Bad Bunny and J Balvin and fucking Carol G. But it's like, no, bro, there's a lot of us that want to fucking eat, that want to collaborate, that are maybe not that level, but we're like a little bit lower. Like, yeah. let's all work together and fucking help each other out. And it's been great. I'm happy. I get to go eat amazing food in every other country, and I love it. And you got to travel and meet new fans and Fuck meet yeah. new people. You know, that's the fucking good thing. You know, I'm a huge Kenya Oz fan. How was that? How She's was so that sweet. collaboration? She's a she's a cancer. She's a fucking sweet girl. Like she fucking, you know, she reached out. So I did a TikTok live. People were like, Kenyans, Kenyans, Kenyans. I was like, okay, bet. I was like, on TikTok, like, I'm gonna hit her up. I was like, so I hit her up. And then um, she hit me right back and she was like, I'll send you something tomorrow. She sent me something tomorrow. Next day I sent her my verse back. I was in Colombia at the time. I was in Medellin recording with Blessed. Mm -hmm. um, and fucking, yeah, that was it. Like we sent it, whatever. We waited a few months. Then she's like, hey, I have the video. Come to Mazatlan. I was like, okay, bet. That was it. Damn, that's crazy. And to think that, you know, <laughs> Así pasó, you guys, and that fucking song was a fuck. La rompieron con esa canción. Yeah. It was fucking trending and tendencias in Mexico, en todo Latin America, hasta aquí. How was that experience? I mean, I've, I'm sure you, you've had other songs make it big, but I mean, like, having to go from that little, you know, like that little message on TikTok to this big ass project que sacaron, how was that for you? That's a perfect example of being independent. It's yeah. like a major label would have made it to where management and label and AR and all these people and everybody's got to talk and all this stuff, whereas this was just like, Hey, want to do this? Yes. All right, cool. All right, come over here. I right, bet. Done. Like, and then you're trending everywhere and you, you know, you break records like for most trending Mexican collab. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that just happens. Like the Visa Rap thing happened last year just because he was like, come to Miami. I'm here. Bet. Pull up, pull up, went, recorded it, did whatever. It comes out. You're like, you know what I mean? Like a yeah. hundred some million views. You're like, oh shoot, that's cool. Like that type of stuff. I love vibes. If the vibe is right and things align, like, let's just do it. Like, I don't... Y pienso que hasta lo disfrutas más. Because you're yeah. like, no fue tanto pedo to get to this, where it was, like, more easy, more... It was more, like, friend vibes. Yeah. That you... Cuando ya you see the success of the song, of the partnership, lo disfrutas más. You're yeah. like, damn. No egos, no none of that. Yeah. I think I think that's the one thing that I will say about, like, Mexican... Like, Mexican-American or sometimes... Sometimes Mexican. I think we're, we're brought up with this, like... This like ego or like you know like no no andes pidiendo no seas pediche no seas yeah. esto lo otro but sometimes it's not that sometimes it's just like yo like no tengo amistades porque literally I work all the fucking time and so the only people that can understand the type of person I am is people that are in this industry yeah. so why not hang out with them why not talk with them why not like ex you know vent fucking express each other let's collab like all that type of shit it feels good 
you get things done y pues nada que nos valga And madre I you know what's funny that you mentioned that like how in our culture it's like no seas pidichi no andes you know besando el culo a nadie but it's not even that sometimes you really do have to like reach out to people not necessarily being a pidichi or being like jodiéndoles or nothing it's more of like you know what let's be friends and I feel like in our culture because we're taught the way of like no seas así don't do that don't do this a la vez we stop ourselves from really achieving greatness yeah. so it's great that you're able to be like you know what like i'm not gonna let you you know you're a big artist too it wasn't gonna stop you from reaching out yeah because look at what it fucking did for y'all you know what i mean yeah yeah and i learned that new like I, honestly i learned that more recently and i i learned it watching like puerto rican artists i feel like because but i yeah. feel like puerto rican artists always collaborate and they're always like oh que Dios te bendiga. like they're always very like supportive to each other yeah. i think because they come from such a small island that they're just like bro like you know we're out here like it's us you know and and it's like that's dope and i wish like mexicans or mexican americans would would adopt that too yeah. because even though we're from a big ass country like we should be able to be more supportive and 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 helping each other because i think there's a lot of us out here in that competition shit or that like yep. i want to be the only one in the room like oh shut the fuck i'm so exhausted of that that i'm like anyone who reaches out if you're doing your thing you're honest you're a good person like what you need that's a fucking prime example you guys hay mucho como se dice there's a saying that says you know el peor enemigo de un mexicano es un mexicano <laughs> and a lot of that is very fucking true because miran un mexicano doing great you guys y ahí va otro pinche mexicano tirándole piedras you know what I mean and it, I feel like it's great and it's amazing when you see Mexicans Latin American like all of us like Latinos supporting each other you know because it's very rare when you see that you know what I mean yeah Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So you know you've been doing this for a really, really long time. You know, what was that moment for you that clicked, that made you realize that you were finally getting the recognition that you were deserving of? I think I just wanted to be happy. Mm -hmm. I think that was it. I think that's where it started. I think it was like, you know, me wanting to travel and realizing, yo, like I could travel somewhere and I could make some music with whoever is there or make a music video with somebody who's there. 
I just wanted to, like, I, you know, you get to a point where you have this, like, existential crisis of, like, one day I'm going to die. And, like, what the, you know, what the fuck was this? Like, what, what am I even doing, you know? So you're like, let me go see. Like, let me go see the world. Let me go fucking try food. Let me go do different things. And I think when you just focus more on, like, your happiness and your, like, inner peace and, like, searching for that mm-hmm. instead of, like, you know, your career, which I already did the work, you know? I already yeah. sold the CDs on the street. I already sold sold tickets on the street. I already did the shows with five people, and I grew that shit to 100, to 1,000, to 2,000, you know? I already did that. So now it's more like, yo, like, let me be happy and teach my son that, like, you have to have, like, a good work-life balance, and things align, and things just work out, and things click, and it's cool. And sometimes they don't, and sometimes you might drop a song that's less popular than this one, and you just keep going. And then the next one might have, like, 100 million views. You don't know, you know? I feel like that's very important. I feel like for any aspect of life, not just for, like, a rapper, for a YouTuber like myself, you know, I feel like it all starts with being happy porque si no, I feel like you start making any little problem. If you're not happy, you start making any little obstacle a bigger deal than it is and you just don't know how to approach it. And I feel like the moment yeah. you start being happy, you're able to tackle anything down and you're like, you know what? Like, this is good. This life, it's going to happen. Shit's going to go down and all I got to do is like fucking go through that shit como si nada. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've been breaking barriers. You know, you're <laughs> a female you. rapper. Que no se mira mucho. And you've been doing the damn motherfucking thing. Yeah. How does that make you feel seeing Snow 10 years ago to seeing her now? I think it's cool. I think it's like, it's still the same thing. It's like, it's still honest. I think it's growth. I don't mm-hmm. think it's very much changed as much as it's growth. And I think it's like, even me accepting myself, like there's obviously layers of me that I've kind of peeled back and been like, okay, I've been more open, more vulnerable with like certain things about myself. Um, but I do like that, you know, a lot of my history of like who I am is there. I think nobody can deny that. 10 years ago when nobody was doing some of the shit that I'm doing to like represent, like I was doing it, you know what I mean? So I think it's cool and it gives me a sense of pride to be like, yo, like I can walk in any room and like, you're not gonna tell me I haven't been doing my best for like my people and to represent. But at the same time, like I've also grown and I'm like a little bit more worldly and a little bit more like about the universe and like life and just like, you know, just trying to figure out how to live my best life before you know we're gone i feel like it didn't get much with evolving i feel like you said it's a lot not really change of a person but it's more growth you see the work you've put in you see everything you've done y ya luego ya miras todo el fruto de ese árbol you know you yeah. start seeing all the fucking amazing shit that comes from all the hard work you've been putting and i'm sure it must feel fucking amazing to be like fuck like 15, 10 years ago, I didn't think I would be doing the damn shit that I'm doing now. And it's fucking amazing because it's like, you know that nothing was handed to you. You know, you know that you had to work for every single thing that you have now. So it makes it even better when you see everything that comes your way. Yeah. And I feel like it, uh, it aligned in a way where now I get to be like, Cause you know, when you go through as much stuff as I did, you, you feel a little salty. You know what I mean? You see when people get handed stuff and you're like, Oh, what the fuck? Like that person got, you know, and then they compare you to people who got everything paid for. And you're like, well, but then, then you get over that and then you go, okay, whatever. Like that's their journey. Like this is my journey. My journey is to show people how you do it by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and unfortunately, like there's been difficult times in it, but there's also a lot of, a big sense of pride in like, 
I did it. And that's yeah. a good lesson for my son to be like, yo, your mom did all this. Like, I better not hear you complain. As yeah. a man, you that know, you that can't you got, do it. Yeah, that you can't do it. Yeah. Like, you got this. Like, don't give me that shit. And I feel like that's a really fucking nice thing that you said right there because I feel like por mucho tiempo a las mujeres to women, it was very like, no se puede. You can't do it. So your son seeing that you're a woman and you've done all this, it's more than enough for him to be like, you know what? If my mom did it, I can do that too. Yeah. You know, and whatever the fuck he wants to do. Like, yeah. no necesariamente he has to follow your steps in being a rapper or being in the music industry. Whatever he proposes himself to doing, exactly. he knows he can do it because if his mom did it, he can too. Yeah. You know, so like you've mentioned a couple of times, you have a son. Mm -hmm. How's it like balancing being this rapper, you know, going on tour, doing all this badass, you know, fucking rock star, fucking pop star shit to like, being a mom, being in a relationship, being a daughter, a sibling. How's that like for you? How do you manage all that shit? Because that's a lot. <laughs> I think compartmentalizing and uh, I think yeah I think I think being able to to know different aspects of my life I mean I think you know even a lot of times you know being queer and having a girlfriend and having you know all these different layers of, of who I am at some point meet but at the same time sometimes i handle completely different like obviously if i'm a rock star and i'm on stage and we're drinking you know shots of tequila and girls are twerking and all this stuff and i'm popping a champagne bottle like i have to be honest with my son and explain to him that you know this is my job but he also gets to see the hard part yeah. he also gets to see me cry at the airport because i'm leaving for two months and i don't get to see you know i don't get to be home i don't get to be comfortable like i, I you know what i mean like as much yeah. as i pay mortgage for my place i live in it's like i don't be there you know Nobody what i mean so you're yeah. like this is for y'all like this is for y'all to have you know for y'all to be comfortable this is my my being a provider and like a protector of like my family but yeah. i also gotta go and you know do all this stuff so i feel like i try to kind of handle everything you know and be very honest i think the biggest thing that i can take away from like who i am as a person is like I try to be as honest as possible with everybody because I'm like, I can't even keep up with lies if yeah. I wanted to. So it's like, baby, I'm not perfect. I've never had an 11 year old. Like, you know, see me eye to eye here. Cause I'm like, yo, if you start messing up, I can't save you yeah. all the time, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing because I remember being 13, 14 and thinking I had life figured out and wanting to lie to my yeah. parents. So to me, I'm like, you know, I, 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 I had this conversation with my mom last night. We were taking shots and we were on my podcast and I was like, I was like, you know, it's crazy because you were at some point like my age and you had me. I'm like, and I thought you had life figured out and you were like this, you know, Mexican mom and yeah. you were tough and you all have all this stuff. And I'm like, you didn't know what the hell you were doing just like me. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I didn't. And I'm like, <laughs> I wish you would have told me that. Like, I'm like, I would have felt a lot better about like the whole situation instead of feeling like, you know, blaming your parents. Yeah. Like, yo, you're never here. Like what, you know, but I'm like, you were dealing with divorce and being a single mom and, you know, working two jobs and all these things that you had going on. Plus mental health issues, which yeah. is never brought up in Mexican American Me yep. families, which is one of those things where it's like, yo, like there's all these layers. So I think the biggest thing is like being honest and being like, yo, I can do this. I can't do this. I'm trying my best. Like, you know, um, and you, and you do all that, but, um, sometimes people don't understand, you know, like I have a son, I'm queer. Then you get these comments from like, Oh, como va a ser gay si, si, si tiene un hijo, como lo hizo, you know? And yeah. you're like, there's layers and clearly people I need to have conversations. Be so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like girl, like <laughs> how everyone else has a baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I just feel like, you know, the whole queer topic, I feel like it's really hard for like straight heterosexual people to understand like someone like us, you know what mm. I mean? Because it's like, obviously like for me, I try to be more in like, as long as like they're trying to understand, I'm like, okay, 
That's where it's at. Te explico. Pero ya cuando empiezan to be disrespectful sí. and being like asking all these like nada que ver questions, it's kind of like, okay, ya te estás pasando de verga, like cálmate, like, sí. like it's not your life at the end of the fucking day. Yeah. Like, why do you have all these questions? But I feel like for a lot of the part, I feel like when it comes to talking about sexuality, I feel like there's people that know how to ask it and there's people that know how to go about it. Yeah. Without it coming off rude, without it coming off like strong. And I feel like you being... Uh, you know, in the fucking limelight, in the limelight, I feel like you get a lot of those stupid people, especially yeah. because you're a rapper. You know, you're not I'm only here singing. All the time. Yeah, and you're, you know, <laughs> a lot of like rappers. You know, you see all the guys, you see all the girls. You're not over here like doing acapella where it's like all girls. How do you deal with men being that stupid? <laughs> I'm like seriously though. I'm like just offending, um, offending. I do agree. And you know what? It's not always men. Sometimes women it's do women like too, yeah. pasan de verga, like straight up because it's like, you know, there's a difference. Like you said, if you if you mean well, and that's where I think this like new generation and like TikTok and like, you know, cancel culture and all that stuff. Like, I think there has to be a little bit of a limit on stuff because it's like if someone means well and they're making a mistake, there's a teachable moment because we are changing culture. We are yeah. changing the world. Like as much as that sounds like crazy and dramatic, it's like we are like every single time that we sit here and we are an example and even though we we get the negative comments we also like set a good example we're slowly changing a certain demographics mind state on like our issues you know yeah. what i mean so it's like okay bet like let's do that but when we just shut down and it becomes a this against this it's like bro like nobody's learning like now it just becomes this weird ass beef but yes how do i deal with it um teachable moments obviously when you're in an, an environment where there's a lot of alcohol and you know people are starting you, you know yeah they're feeling themselves they're stupid comments and that's where you do got to draw that line and that boundary be like yo don't talk to me like that like you tripping yeah. but you try your best to be understanding like for example with like pronouns and stuff like with me like people ask me and i'm like look you know what to be honest i wouldn't even be a good representative of that because i'm like i i'm not even gonna act like i have the biggest boundaries on it yeah. you know what i mean like whatever you know but but somebody else might so i'm like talk talk about that issue with that yeah. person and i think we have to be at a place now where people have to know like yo i'm probably not the good spokesperson on that because i i'm not so you know in you're it. not heavy on exactly it. Yeah. but it's like but speak to somebody who that really is their like main issue mm -hmm. i'm heavy on the you know like obviously i'm lesbian like do you want you want you want me to teach you about why i could have had a child been married now be completely lesbian is like well because first of all if i'm attracted to both however women are fucking amazing and like i like to be a provider i like to be a protector i like to be this role then i'm gonna go yeah. with a woman like that's yeah. what i want you know so i don't know it's like it's these dynamics that i think some people's brain just don't get work. Yeah. and it's like well baby like if that's not your brain then fucking figure it out but that's yeah. not my job <laughs> to be a mom to you like you had yeah. a mom for fucking like 30 years and you don't fucking <laughs> like that's her job go find yeah. her and get a refund <laughs> period no and i feel like you know it's very important i feel like especially you know um and i feel like you're starting to see that more and i feel like you're such uh you know you're a very inspiring person because i feel like back in the day you know you wouldn't see a lot of artists come out as queer come out uh being a part of the lgbt community and i feel like do you ever feel like a responsibility to represent your people in that sense as an as an artist because i feel like mass people like you know lil nas coming out being gay and you see more artists being more accepted but back 10 years ago you would not even if you were you'd be like you gotta hide that shit. yeah how do you feel about that yeah i think i think there's always been a re responsibility on me you know and obviously there's 
like I said, peeling back the layers, evolving, growing. Like, you know, you, you are allowed to grow in front of your fan base. I think a lot of times people get me mistaken with, like, somebody who's been out for two years. And yeah. it's like, okay, you met them as they are. You didn't see all these layers. You didn't yeah. see the, the process. You saw me go through these things. And it, it sucks. And sometimes maybe you might pull up something and be like, well, this day you said this. And it's like, yeah, bitch, that was nine years ago. Like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you want me to say about that. Like, I'm growing. I'm figuring myself out. And I'm allowed to yeah. because I'm a human being. Like, fuck being Snow the Product. I can quit that shit any day. Claudia, like, I'm trying to figure myself out because, you know, going from a depressed, anxiety-driven, like, fucking suicidal person to being somebody who has all this responsibility on her shoulders of, like, representing a bunch of different people that, like, I, I don't fucking know. Like, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, what a great role model. And I'm like, I'm not here to raise your kids. Like, I'm yeah. here to fucking grow up in front of you and fucking show you what I'm living, but that's it. That's my the extent of my responsibility. And and I do love representing immigrants. I've recorded songs. I've yeah. done my job. I've donated the money. I've done things quietly where you don't see it. And I've done things publicly where you do see it. And I, I feel like I've done my best. And then at some point, you know, you get some random page. It's like, well, Snow didn't post about this, so she must not be. And it's like, really, bitch? 12 years in, you fucking, you know, like... I don't fucking know. So I yeah. think a lot of times it's easy to get a little bit um, defensive on some of these things yeah. and be like, yo, like, I've been doing this for a long time and I wish you would fucking, you know, like compare your tweets from 12 years ago and my tweets from 12 years yeah. ago. You were fucking probably tweeting about, I don't know, fucking crayons. And I was already tweeting about immigration. Yeah. Like, I was already fucking tipping the elotero more than I fucking tip the person at fucking, I don't know, Del Frisco's or something. Like, yeah. you know, so fucking take it easy on somebody. I but, feel like talking about responsibility is very important. It was going to go on to my next question. You know, like you said, you've been, you know, rapping and talking about immigration for very, very long. You give yourself this responsibility because a lot of artists don't need to be responsible for real life exactly. shit. Exactly. A lot of artists, you guys, they get to be pop. They get yeah. to be like, that's not what I'm here like, for. I don't need to talk about what's going on in the world because by my album. And I feel like you've given But yourself. then don't say for yeah. la cultura, though. Don't say that. Yeah. Don't say you're for the culture. Don't say, don't use that shit as dollars. Like, yeah. I had somebody recently, like, they were hating on me or something, and then I go to their page, and deadass, it was a bunch of Mexican flags in their bio, and they're making songs about El Chapo and all this shit, and you're just like, bro, like, you use the culture for, like, your benefit, but yeah. you are not about the culture. You're not doing anything for the culture. This isn't a this isn't a, an exchange. Yeah. This is a fucking transaction, and it goes your way, and you're hoping that other people fucking see you as a token, but you're not giving us anything. Yeah. And I think there's a difference when I go to a Sway, when I go to a Charlemagne, when I go to Breakfast Club, when I go to these big opportunities that are my moment yeah. and I can make it all about me yeah. and I don't. And I always make it about talking about issues that they wouldn't have otherwise talked about on their thing. Shit, That's that when it gets hard. Exactly. Because yeah. I feel like it's really easy for like artists to be like, you know what, Callabito me miro mas bonito. Because, you know, I feel like this is a thing, you know, it's it's different. I mean, you're a, a rapper. I'm over here doing influencership. But I feel like it's also very similar. I feel like the more opinions you have, the smaller your audience gets. 100%. But sometimes it's better to have it that way because entre menos gente that don't think like you the better your fucking fan base is gonna fucking fuck exactly. with you because i feel like you're very strong about like i feel like your fan base is a very very strong representation of who you are as a person yeah. because you're so vocal about these like real life shit problems you're so vocal about what really matters to you yeah. that the people that follow you they connect with you in that way 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the random fucking trolls you get are people that are probably just finding you, don't really know who you're about and what you're about. So I feel like that's very important also as an artist to like mm -hmm. be really you mm. because like you, I had watched an interview where you're like talking about longevity mm. you've been doing this shit for a long time mm. and you're consistently growing and growing and I feel like there's artists that like will have their moment yeah yeah mm -hmm. and yeah and that's that's what it is it's like you find your tribe you know you find your people and and the more you find your exact people the more that you don't give a fuck about the other people because you're like bro like let's say you know fuck you know millions of followers or whatever the fuck you got right let's say you have a hundred thousand that are definitely just yeah. die hard you know people golly like i have a hundred thousand people that are really fucking with me that really love me that have seen me fuck up and have seen me go through real life shit and love me and yeah. that's great like i love that and I, I i can um i can relate to those people and now i work for those people but mm -hmm. i don't work for this big inflated number of like people who want to see and be nosy like i don't care about that i care about like the people who really get give a fuck about me and i'm fine with the numbers being smaller if it means like i matter to those people because at the end of the day you're able to say and do whatever the fuck you want to do yeah be honest and live yeah. my life bro i would hate to fucking be in a prison of fake shit because i want my followers to grow like that yeah. would suck ass because now you're just like i don't even like who i am online like imagine being like mad corny online because it gets you mad likes but you're like Yeah. totally separate yeah. you know it's like fuck that and i feel like that's a very like funny thing that you mentioned because there's a lot of people with un chingo de seguidores but you can see the fakeness through them you can see that shit when they're just trying to fucking please everyone yeah and i feel like it comes to a point where you're like you know what you really can't fucking please everyone yeah. and you're you're gonna be you and if they like it les gusta y si no la chingada you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, and I can be loudly insecure. Like, that's the thing, too, is, like, there's a lot of people that are insecure and they hide that shit or they say, like, they're not or whatever. And it's like, I can let you know. Yes, yeah. I like, I grew up with mad anxiety. My tios are fucking assholes. And, like, literally, I was raised yeah. around, like, puta fucking bullying, you know? Yeah. Like, I have, like, 18 uncles and aunts. Like, bruh. Like, I was really raised, like, and I was the softer kid who, like, you know, tried to, like, hide you know how much i was fucking gay like yeah. really like so the day that i fucking came out and i pull up with my girl to mexico and i'm like this is what it is and everyone had to shut the fuck up and respect that that was a power move that was me being like yeah. nothing okay cool bet Period. so you know what i mean that's yeah. how it feels and now it's like i'm out here and i'm just letting a bunch of people know like bro like you could be raised just like me and you can grow up and do whatever the fuck you want to do and make money and shut your fucking family up you no know, you were a very shy kid mm -hmm. do you feel snow like you mentioned earlier she's an alter ego do you feel like she gives you todo esa confidence that you like portray online and everything because i feel like even for me too like I'm Jose offline, but I'm Alanized online. I feel like when I'm in makeup, when I'm in glam, when I'm at events, I'm a whole ass different person than mm -hmm. I'm the person that's sitting down on my couch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Snow the Product is like the girl that put on Shakira shows in front of her dolls, you know, and like imagined what I would be and that superpower that you're like, if I was strong enough to say these things, this is who I would be, you know? And like Claudia, like, yeah, I was always more introverted, more anxiety. I, I just felt like that, but you know, I don't know. They blend at some point, yeah. you know, they blend. Like, I feel like the more that I grow, the more that I know about myself, the more I'm like, okay, bet these two people are the same person. Yeah. I just, I have traumas, bitch. Like I'm yeah. growing through them and I'm going to counseling and I'm figuring it out. But, um, you know, I think it's very human and thank God, you know, more and more people are realizing like artists are humans. And as, even though there's still those mega huge artists where like, they're still this polished thing, like, Some of us that are more like independent, like we get to show you all the real shit and you get to fucking 
see it all. Oh my God, esa pinche plática en verdad que estaba buena. You know, I will say, sin que le, without anyone else getting burned, without any of you guys starting any drama, I will say this is probably one of my favorite episodes that I filmed. You <laughs> really? know, going into it, I was literally talking to like, you know, my production guys, and I was like, I'm a little scared, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you see this fucking powerhouse online, and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You aquí con, you guys. I film always like in fucking shorts or sweatpants. Like I'm never fully up done. So I was a little nervous, but thank you so much, no, you know, you. for talking and for literally, you know, being who the fuck you are online here at my home. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, después de todo ese chisme, you guys, como que también el chisme nos cansa. We're going to go ahead and spice it up and play a little Wheel of Pendejadas. <laughs> So, como pueden ver, Snow spun the wheel and she got the wild card. <laughs> and in the wild card, you guys, and in the wild card, you guys, she got the alphabet game. I'm putting a lot of pressure on you because we've yeah. had four people attempt this game and we have not gotten past the letter B. And I drank right now. And okay. the last person I had a lot of faith in. I was like, you're going to be the different maker. You're going to be that person. So okay. I'm putting all that pressure on you, Snow. Okay, cool. You got well, this? Yeah, more pressure. Great. All right, we're going to go ahead and give... They're going to give us a category right now. So basically, if you guys have never played the alphabet game, production is going to give us a letter. Um, production is going to give us a category. And whatever that category is, let it be food, artists, town, city, state, whatever it is, me and her have to go back from A, B, C, D in three seconds and think about, you know, something that starts with that letter in that category. Okay. And it's way harder than you think. It's, yeah, no, it, my brain doesn't really work. Because when you're on a time crunch, <laughs> I'm like, girl, mine neither. I, yeah. I have these practice already. I'm like, my cheat notes. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, but I play this enough that I feel like I have the A and B always. Like, okay, that's, all right. But we've never gotten past that, so. Okay. <laughs> Ready? What's the category? Food. food okay let's okay let's see who starts do you want to start uh okay fun okay fine. go okay. A. A acapurrias um bologna um ceviche d um Dick. dogs no. hot dogs no dogs i'm, I'm like meeting dogs no oh fuck i lost oh you guys usually i fucking win okay Let's do um let's do artist. Okay. All right, we're gonna do best out of three, you guys. Oh my god, artist! Wait, I don't even know that many. No, okay, that's fine. Let's do... Beat me. All right, yeah, yeah. Let me get a point. All right, yeah. I'll start. <sighs> Fuck. All right. Uh, I'll start. Okay. Okay. A. Anuel. Bad Bunny. C. Fuck! I'm like, oh! I'm like, girl. I feel like. When I gave that fucking topic, I feel like I had a lot even to go. But when you're put on the spot, it's kind of like... Yeah. And then, like, you think about the seconds that no one's really fucking counting. And oh you kind of stretch yourself like, dun, 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 dun. Okay. So Snow won. You won. Oh, I did it. I win. That's it. You're Woo! a winner. Woo! All right, you guys. So, como caen ver, we just finished playing the game. And now we're going to go... We're approaching the end of today's episode. And we're going to go ahead and turn it over to Snow. Para que ella nos diga, what is next for you? 
Um, dang, thank you. Uh, I pretty much got my tour is out. Dale gas, um, buy tickets. You know, LA is sold out, but I'm adding Santa Ana. I think, um, yeah, just that's the last edition that I'm having right now. Um, there's a bunch of uh, sold out shows. It's great. It's going amazing. Wherever you are, just you know, check me out. It's pretty cool. It's fun. Champagne, girls twerking, piñatas, tequila, Vicente Fernandez. So, you know, all the all the shit you want to see as a Mexican American or Latino in general. Um, let's see. I have. I have a bunch of merch obviously on my website uh go check out my podcast it's called everyday days and i have a bunch of new songs i have the hera one i have the kenyao song those are f amazing and i have a new one called nieve with um araka kiko from dominican republic and um nothing we're gonna keep on going all year we're gonna keep on going strong and you know showing people that we could do this period all right you guys so with that being said we're approaching the end make sure you guys go follow snow the product on all her social medias which will be linked down below y también no se los olvide seguirme a mí so you guys won't miss any future episode and with that being said you guys thank you guys so much for listening if you haven't already please make sure to subscribe to noche de pendejadas the podcast on spotify apple music or wherever you listen to your podcast and with that being said you guys thank you so much for being here thank you and Thank you guys so much for watching. And with that being said, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, Get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.